when you take the pebble from my hand, it will be time for you to leave. Ninja, the tea party's over. And welcome to the Asian Action Cast. I'm your host, Sam. And tonight joining me again is Nathan. Hey. And Mikey, hello. Hello, hello. Another uh, social distancing COVID special, uh, mm. which again, convenience, but also probably preparatory for uh, for us opening in WA and getting um, heaps of case numbers and whatnot. So Yeah, today was a big one. Today was a big one. We cracked the like, 1,000. Yes. Yeah. And nobody's freaking out. Nobody's freaking out. Everybody's pretty chill. Yeah. But yes. It's a bit weird. It feels like if this had been like six months ago, everybody would be like, no, you should, everybody should probably just stay home. And we're like, nah, we're all vaccinated. Let's see how we go. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're COVID immune, baby. COVID immune. That's right. You know uh, uh, what I thought was when I was... Actually, I should probably say what movie we're watching. Um, we're talking about A Fistful of Vengeance, uh, which we'll get into in a moment, which is a, a, a February 2022 movie. Uh, but what I was thinking when I was watching this film was that uh, it was shot in Thailand, uh, or large chunks of it is, and I thought, there's nobody walking around with masks, is there? Did you notice any of that? But all the bad guys. Uh, oh, that's true. They are wearing like weird... Well, yeah, that's more like to hide their identity things yeah. rather than COVID masks. Do you I reckon that? Were... I yeah. think they're being so COVID safe. <laughs> Holy shit! I actually never even thought that potentially that could be a COVID thing that they're wearing masks and they've just incorporated it into the story. Nah, I think it was just you know, and you know, not not specific specifically um, setting it in any given time or anything. They were just like using the city as a backdrop, so no need for masks. Yeah, okay. I, I've got it on in the background, actually, and uh, what I'm noticing is that... Did you? Did any of you think that it didn't look very busy? I, I thought I would expect Thailand to be yes. busier. Yes, yeah, yeah. it felt empty. And when you were saying it looked pretty, I thought... I, I reckon they've cleaned it up somewhat because, um, like, lots of the vehicles they're driving around look really clean. Even, like, you know, the little buggy things when they're going to the markets and stuff. I was like... No way that thing's that clean. That would be totally dirty. Yeah, no, you're right. Everything looks kind of brand new, doesn't it? It doesn't look kind of lived in. And the streets yeah. are just way quiet, so... Exactly. Maybe it wasn't filmed on location. Maybe this is an incredibly expensive movie and it was done all on sets. <laughs> no, nah, come on, really? You reckon no, no, I, no, I think it was done on location. I just think it's... It was. It felt that way, though. It felt like... this. Sometimes it felt kind of set-like or they had done CG to make it prettier in some way. I don't yeah. know. It felt weird. It um, does remind me of uh, we did Fury, uh, and it reminded me a bit like the grading, the color popped, yeah. and everything like yeah. that. That's what it felt like. Maybe um, you know they took advantage of the COVID, and and no one was on the streets, so they could clean them <laughs> just for the movie. Yeah, this is this is a weird one. I should probably um, I'll bring it up now because we're we're doing a little bit of trivia about it. Um, but as I mentioned, it's a February twenty twenty two film, and this is. Uh, Fistful of Vengeance, which stars Iko Uwais, who is famous from The Raid, 
And the reason why this project came about, you can't talk about this film without talking about Wu Assassins, uh, which well, is a net. It's the same thing, isn't it? Like yes, it, but world, it, yeah. it's oh, the same world, same characters. Um, they the the way this came about was that Netflix had commissioned them, uh, I think, the end of twenty twenty or early twenty one, uh, to make a sequel to the series Wu Assassins, but instead of actually commissioning a whole sequel. Uh, series they just said i'll make a 90 minute film which i guess is their way of saying look we're not going to renew you for another season but we do want to tie up the threads if you can in 90 minutes and uh, and they produce this this 90 minute film which is actually uh it was a, a, a it's this production company which is based in thailand and it's an international production company which is why i thought oh well we could do this for the asian action cast yeah and we had to find something that we could all have access to quickly um online instead of sitting in the same room yeah um yeah i think it we does, all have netflix <laughs> it does kind of um make a bit more sense to me now though now that you're explaining that that the the whole movie's plot felt like a, a mishmash of of little subplots coming together or, or like like a tv series that they've just cut down into little bits and smashed them into a movie rather than having it organically grow yeah if, yeah if real truncated and strange well i think their um the whole idea was to make a film that was accessible that if you hadn't seen woo assassins you could still kind of jump in um if you had seen woo assassins though and i've seen bits of it i haven't seen the whole thing um but there is actually a uh, a time jump between the end of the season and this film because things happen leading up to this film that i thought was in woo assassins but weren't in woo assassins so <laughs> So this okay. is kind of like, yeah, this is actually a little bit of time after the original series. Okay. Yeah, because I did, I think I, I watched, when it was first announced ages ago, I think I, I was like a little bit hyped for that Wu Assassins when it came out. I watched like the first episode, so all the characters seemed really familiar. I was like, I don't know if I've seen this movie before, or <laughs> like I really had that vibe. Like I was like, I don't know. This seems incredibly familiar, but completely different. You're like deja vu from the Matrix. Like, yeah. Where have I seen this? Yeah. What's going on? And then I was like, oh, this is this is a movie for a TV show. I kind of didn't hate. Sort of just fell off. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, let's give it a go. And so the whole movie was this weird. Like, I don't know that person, but I do know that. Strange. Yeah. Well, they're capitalizing, uh, I guess, if you can call it that, on the established. Um, audience i guess if there i i, I suppose there was an audience uh, for <laughs> assassins well obviously not enough if they didn't commission the second season yeah but i mean enough for them to have a movie so mm, yeah uh, and the weird thing is because it's a netflix production there's not much information i could find on like budget how much money it made obviously it didn't get released in cinemas i don't think um so a no, lot of I, those well it's a netflix direct isn't it so and it's only just come out as well so who knows yeah, so uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to uh, review and recap the shit out of this film because that's what we do. Uh, <laughs> spoil the best of Hong Kong and Asian action cinema. And uh, this technically is Asian. But uh, before we do, though, did did everybody want to have a go at maybe uh, doing a pitch or doing a uh, a sell of this film? What How would you describe it as someone who hadn't seen the film before? Mike, you want to go? <laughs> you want me to go first? <laughs> I was waiting for someone else to go first. Um, let's see. Really bad twin tail. Twin tail? Mm. Is that that JC Chan film? 
Oh, no, it's Twin Effects. Twin Effects. Yeah. I I could put it on terrible at, on the same level as Twin Effects because that's a terrible movie as well. Um, but at least it has a cameo from Jackie Chan. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, no, you know, Twins because the, the bad guys are like two parts oh, okay. or whatever of, of the one. And <laughs> when we get around to it, terrible blackface. That was like the worst <laughs> part of the whole blackface? movie for me. The, the guy, oh, I'll call it brown face. The, when he combines the two characters, oh. like skip through there and have a look at his complexion, man. It's oh, the guy terrible. at the end. That yeah, was yeah. Terrible. Oh, I did. Yeah, I can't believe he was actually. It was the same guy, but I was like, this this actor's terrible. Whoever did this? Well, I don't think any of the acting in the whole movie was good, but yeah. No, it, it really, it really wasn't. It was very strange. Like, at the fights, I don't know if. Okay, so what would I give it in one sentence? Um, It's like, like an Asian supernatural, like Mad Maxian. I don't know. It's it's so weird. Like, I was watching. I I, I don't actually know, man. Like, because the fight's bad, so it's like, do you want to see like someone you used to really really like, and he hasn't been good in a while, and you've had a real hard time following their career. <laughs> uh, but you kind of still want to watch him. But the fight scenes are just real bad. Oh, there's some good pretty shots in here. The action's kind of terrible and feels sort of early 2000s. You're kind of hoping but, that uh, it's a return to form? Yeah, I was really, really hoping that it was, like, good. Like, because they, they were going to, like, amp up the violence or, like, his quickness. But there's so many cartwheel kicks. There's so many, like, slow, <laughs> like, oh, these people can't fight. And we're going to shoot it badly. And we're just kind of sort of, like, I've seen better fights in Cobra Kai. Oh, wow. He, he really starting to remind me of Tony Jaa, you know. I'll Who'd do one or go? two. What? Eco, yeah, Eco. Like, yeah. I'll do one or two good movies, and then I'll do a slew of really, really terrible, mediocre movies, and there'll be no return to form. This well, I don't know if it's terrible. on him or if it's on the choreography or the cheapness of the budget. Or... No, it's, I think the choreography actually was okay. It's the cinematography. I thought the choreography was terrible, to be honest. Oh, really? Like, the, the actual yeah, fighting? The actual fighting. Like, they had, and I, it's, it's almost like they ran out of time. Like, they had an idea of what they were trying to do, but when they were, like, because I, I, I put the choreographers, not just the, the moves themselves, but the way they're doing the moves to interact with the camera as well. The editing, and yeah. It, the, oh, the the, editing not just shot. the editing, but the placement of them. And yeah. they were almost placing them too far apart, and there was, like, big gaps for the swishes to go through and not really tight or impactful on any of the shots. It was all, like, you know... He's he's ducking under by like a good foot and stuff. It wasn't didn't feel close or feel. Yeah. I didn't feel him in any danger in any oh. of like the group things. A lot of the time, it felt really dancey. Yeah, uh, and, I have a problem with the fight. Well, I have many many problems with fight yeah. scene. Actually, my my pitch for this, by the way, oh, let's is, do that first, yeah, yeah. is double dragon with real Asian people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but just as I'd bad. Almost watched that movie. <laughs> uh, I, I do appreciate that they're representing hard on the Asian people because uh, I don't think there are any non. Yeah, there wasn't a token white guy no. was there at all. No. Not at all. Um, yeah, the, the the choreography. That's what made the black face kind of funny to me at the end. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like it's yellow brown face. It's, it's yeah, like yeah. peasant I was face. Like, why was the purpose of that? <laughs> it yeah. didn't make purpose. Except yeah. my only thought was. He was meant to be the first man. And I was like, is oh, that okay. what they're trying to say? I don't know. 
He's like a Crow Magnon man or something. Yeah, like yeah. I was like, is trying to say he was brown? I don't, yeah, I don't okay. know. And he's wearing his bloody like uh what Chin Chin Dynasty robes or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I didn't I I got way more of like a like put a little hat on him and he's like Gandolfian. That's yeah. what he like I thought he like the beard and everything, him getting super old and stuff, I thought, wow. And his glowing green gem, I'm like, you his facial you're a magic terrible. man. Yeah, it's a facial You know what passed through my mind? Um, that that Chet Lee movie where the guy's strapped to the boulder. You know, oh yeah, the, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Kung Fu Cult Master. Kung Fu Cult yeah, Master. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, That's it what had went a through my mind. Similar looking vibe. Yeah. Um, what I thought we'd do is actually just give a bit of context as to what the hell the uh, the, the premise is for uh, for Wu Assassins and also for this film, uh, which I just read it, so I'll just briefly describe it. So essentially, uh, Kai, who's played by Ika Uwe, is the main character. He is a chef and he gets possessed by the spirit of a thousand monks. Um, don't ask why. It just makes him really great, uh, a really great fighter. And his job is, as a Wu assassin, is to kill these Wu warlords who obtain special magic powers from different elements. Now, uh, the, the, the series takes care of like uh, different warlords, or whatever. And what's happened between the series and the movie is that there's three main players, three main characters. There's Kai, Lucian, and uh, Tommy, and they're all friends. And Tommy's sister has been killed by a, a hench person of one of the Wu warlords, and they're actually looking for Jenny's killer. Now, they introduce a lot of other supernatural uh, elements into the film, Fistful of Vengeance, with uh, traditional vampires called Jiangxi, and they also introduce a whole bunch of different uh, world-building concepts, I guess, like the first man and whatnot. And uh, the premise of the film is that they're looking for Jenny's killer, but these magical beings are trying to control and take over the world. And Kai's chi, his power, is integral to that. So, yeah, so you see a quest of them trying to find Jenny's killer and also the bad guys trying to steal Kai's chi. Uh, is there anything I missed that pretty much sets up the whole film? There's one bit I didn't understand. What's that? What's that, name? His friend has a bit of a necklace thing that they also need, but I don't know why, and that also has to do with Jenny in some way. Oh, uh, that, that, that had to do with um, when the original man was defeated by the original Wu assassin, he split the guy into two people, and the two amulets were like two parts of their soul that were like split as well with the people and they had to get the two amulets and fuse them back together to then fuse the man back together into a single man and, okay and then the, <laughs> yeah the don't woman, think about it too hard exactly <laughs> and then the the woman one i i can't remember what her name was Pope something I... rather she she killed jenny and but jenny had somehow taken the amulet off her in her dying breath and held it in her hand and then tommy found it on her body when he found the body okay yes all right um, overly complex but stupid at the same time because like if she'd killed her then why didn't she just take the amulet back but, yeah, yeah exactly exactly but the death happens off scene so you don't have to even yeah that's what that happens part. between the woo assassins and the movie so People watching the show would be like, what? She died? And people watching the movie going, I didn't see that in the series. Mm. Um, I, sh I was just going to say that the uh, the main players, the main actors, Iko Uwe is obviously is the, the main character, Kai. But Louis Tan plays Lu Xin. And uh, Louis Tan, you may know from the new Mortal Kombat. 
he was also uh, one of the drunken boxers in Iron Fist. And, uh, well, I'll, we'll get into the character a bit later, but the other character of Tommy is played by Lawrence Cow, um, who, as far as I know, hasn't done anything else of as much note as Eco or Lewis. Um, do you, what do you reckon? He, do you reckon he can fight? I, I don't know that I believe he has the chops to do martial arts. I, like, I don't know. He stabs a lot of dudes in that one scene, but I'm like, looks like a dance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it kind of, like felt like he was meant to be a a good martial artist but he just wasn't <laughs> like the character was meant to have some sort of skill or something no like he's not person. if, if the tv show like he doesn't really develop into a kick-ass martial artist i don't think oh, okay i thought he was them... like comedy relief i thought he, he had the vibe of comedy yeah. relief or like definitely dramatic something foil like... dramatic yeah, like, foil it, it was just like the prop to you know, push the storyline forward with him being the one having the sister and him being the one that has connections in Bangkok to, you know, drive it a little bit. But yeah, he just, I don't, I, <laughs> it, the whole movie is in English, filmed in English, obviously. And I just, his accent was really annoying to me. <laughs> his American uh, because accent. he had an American accent. Yeah. It was American, but it just was one of those annoying ones to me. Like really, I don't know. I don't how to. No, you hit on you hit on a good point there. Almost which is, whiny. Yeah, whiny that's the, that's accent. his. But that's his character in the show is that he's the annoying little brother who's always like he never makes the right choices, right? So he he kind of his character grows, and now he's somebody who is a serious character. But you're right; like his voice is kind of whiny because that's the character that he plays in the show. Yeah. Um, and the the problem I have with this film is because it's an Asian production presumably they're all Chinese of Chinese descent or what have you, or, you know, I don't know if Kai specifically is uh, Indonesian in the, in the show, but the fact that they all speak English to each other, I, I kind of found off-putting, especially because they're in Thailand. Yeah. I thought that was funny. And, and she only like, um, Tommy has some local contact person who's obviously has a, a, a British sort of mudgy, british accent which i kind of found a bit funny because it sounded a little bit australian but i was wondering because you know how so many australians are in the uk and their accent has got um like eaten into some of the uk accent a little bit i was wondering if that maybe affected it because it was definitely more british than anything else but she speaks to speaks to the local once yeah she speaks a little bit of thai uh that's priya um played by francesca Corny, who I believe this is her film debut. Very attractive. I, I thought she was very kind of plucky <laughs> and uh, and attractive and also appreciated the British accent. But um, but you're right. Like uh, She definitely the, didn't have any skill in martial arts at all. She did cartwheel kicks. Nathan really appreciated that. <laughs> yeah. They, it's like there were some fights in there where just everything sort of slows down so they can do their like, we, oh, we, got, we, we really trained train for this everybody get out of the way it's real slow there's no definitely no contact you know it feels real like there's a bunch of that kind of wife where we like we didn't really rehearse this to the nth degree no all, no yeah it felt like she was doing dance moves to me in terms of of her particular it wasn't just her though it was like even even like the butcher like the butcher knife one or the like you know, there's some good things, there's some good ideas, and then everything's kind of slow. 
they can't the shoot. They don't know how to shoot it. The action, yeah. because there's a yeah. lot of it. There's a lot of action. Yeah, I, know. I think, and I think that was I the feel real like it problem. Be good and it's slow and boring. Do you reckon that? I reckon that was the the real problem. They just didn't have. I want to say a good cinematographer, but they just didn't think about how they were going to set up the shots to make it appear better in, in their setups and how they had the you know the actors set into the the fight scenes. They were trying. They were doing like you know, as in Fury as well. They had like a couple of drone shots that were nice itself, but when you do the wider shot of like a fight scene, it kind of like gives away a lot of their movements because they, they are further away and stuff. So they don't hit each other. Yeah. I thought yeah. Fury had better choreography. Like it looked better on screen than. Oh yeah. Fight this, yeah. By far. That, yeah. And that isn't, that's like sort of like not even fantastically great. It was pretty good and I enjoyed watching it, but I don't know. It feels, feels like everybody sort of aping like, the raid still no they no you're right and it's also it's eco i think he was a yeah. fight choreographer in this film and um personally i think a, a lot of the moves i actually don't mind but the way that they shot it was pretty shit and uh, that's not his i'm fault. sure that's i, I also think it, no i don't think it is it's not his it's not him it's the way it's been shot and there's, there's there is some serious like there's a number of things shots like where people are blatantly like miles away and they're acting like they've been super hurt and stuff yeah, like yeah. real uh it's not terrible but there's great ideas to, to, to double that was the double the... that was the thing i hated the most that they had some really great ideas for different things and i just felt like there was just no follow-through or it just didn't they couldn't pull them off and i thought if if they had pulled them off i thought it could have been pretty good but just yeah. a letdown of it well, you know, like, well, don't don't show me some cool butcher knives and do your little thing, and then those butcher knives were pretty cool. That yeah, yeah that was like was... holding in hands was kind of cool, and then that was kind of it in that, that fight. The rest of them were kind of like, I'll put, I'll split you up, and then you will each have your individual fights. But everyone's fights were all crap. Yeah, <laughs> putting I've, together, uh... but you could have used all of those elements, and it could have been awesome. But it just wasn't. It could have been awesome. That you could that you call that's what you could call this film. Could have been awesome. Could have been awesome. Um, yeah. I've written some notes. What I thought we'd do instead of going through the plot is uh, well, my notes kind of go through the plot anyway. But um, I thought I'd just mention a couple of notes and then open it up for conversation. Cool. Uh, my my first note is that Lewis Tan has such a douchebag look with no socks in his shoes, and uh, <laughs> when they start out in the club with him and Eco, I thought it literally was like Night at the Roxbury discussion. Uh, I, I agree. The color of the jackets <laughs> match. I think it was like a bluey, purpley kind of color, and I do get that vibe. <laughs> Pulling yeah, up in their a, fancy car. It was very reminiscent of some kind of weird. Also, the music in here was weirdly like indie as well, but like indie popular from two years ago. You talking about the uh, the Phil Collins song? Well, yeah, uh, the Phil Collinsy bit, like that's sort of memeable. But even during this, even during, I had like. There's a lot of like, just like an in excess band. cover and yeah, there's stuff. Yeah, an in excess well. song in it. Yeah, never tear us apart. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. The music was strange. The music was, um, it didn't know what it wanted to be like. You know the hip hop that they use, and yeah. I assume that they're trying to ape, you know, like one of those '90s DMX, um, half fast dead type things. But the the hip hop wasn't punchy or dangerous. It just like Eminem. There was an Eminem song in there, and um, and it wasn't like a one of those upbeat Eminem songs all the songs just kind of 
It's like they yeah. just went through a playlist and just chucked them in. It was very hodgepodge, wasn't it? I mean, they even... I didn't even feel like they were trying to, like, link it to what was going on on screen at different points. It was just like, you know, oh, we'll have this in the club and high dance music, and then it would change all of a sudden to something else. And then later on, they're just walking through, and they'd throw on, like, a, a more powerful beat song. And I'm like, where are we going with matching what you're going, what's going on in the movie to the song? To oh, like yeah. Give it some- 100%. Like, the, you hit the nail on the head. There's no rhythm to the movement on the screen because the fight scenes don't flow with the music or even the score or anything, yeah. uh, which actually makes it really disjointed, especially when it's shaky cam and they're spinning around people fighting. It just throws it all out of whack. Yeah, it felt like shaky cam for no purpose as well. It wasn't like they were like, you're riding the fight and it's shaking. It was just like, I can't hold my camera straight when I'm swaying to one side on the move. It's yeah. Weird. Um, I did notice when, well, most of the women in the show, like there, there's another, um, another, so the, we talked about Priya, who's the British lady. Um, but there's also, um, Pearl. Token black girl. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think her name is Katrina Gray. She's an Interpol agent. Um, and she, uh, she wears a jacket and a bra, <laughs> which is effectively her, her combat outfit. And Did it, um, I don't yeah. know this, but um, just wondering, was she like some sort of like UFC fighter or something? I just got that vibe from, I don't know, the way she dressed and, and the kind of way she was kind of put into it as the way she fought or the style they were going for. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Actually, like I, I tell it. Sorry, I just want to correct myself. It's Pearl Tusi uh, was the the agent that I'm talking about. That's the main character. Um, she was an actress, model, radio personality, television host, and businesswoman. So no, no, okay. not not a fighter. Um, but she she must have done some body movement or dance, or maybe she just did some body combat or something because she can move um, reasonably well. But the yeah, the reason I mentioned it was because the girls. Um, Priya wears a really short skirt most of the time and uh, Pearl wears a jacket with the bra, but they're doing stunts as well. So I always think like, I always feel for the women when they do stunts, when they're wearing next to nothing and they have to throw themselves, like the girl at the beginning who's a vampire in the uh, the limo, she's getting mm-hmm. thrown around this limo and she's wearing pretty much like a, a bikini. Um, and I, I always think, Jesus, man, that, that's hardcore. Yeah, the women do, the whole thing has that weird, I don't know if you're going to sort of remember, but like the sci-fi channel kind of shit from the late 90s where it was a little bit TNA-ish. Yeah, like, I know what you mean. You know what I mean? Really, really attractive people doing things, but there's, you know, like some some kind of hook and sometimes there'd be some kind of action. I got a Supernaturally vibe from this. Well, that's what they're bit. going for, isn't it? You mean Supernatural, yeah, the show, though? or Yeah, yeah, like that kind of like, you know, mid-2000s, everybody's kind of an attractive human being. <laughs> like, like, because uh, that dude is like their friend. I can't remember his name. The guy that was in, I think he was in Mortal Kombat, that dude. Yeah, yeah, Lewis He Tan. is like, he is trying to be super attractive. Like, they're playing him, him as like super duper attractive in this. Well, yeah, that's and his character. Looking good, yeah. 
Was there yeah. meant to be something about the scars from the show? Oh, it was from a fire. He was. Um, oh. It's like a, a a backstory to his character in the TV show that there was a fire that he was caught in. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, and the thing with the, actually one of the things that stuck out about uh, Lewis Tan's character is that you know I made fun of the fact that he's wearing these loafers with no socks, right? <laughs> his character's a bit of a dandy, yeah, but. The thing that that threw me off is that he goes from being a dandy, which he is in the show as well, and he's driving around in like a car and and fancy cars and that. But then I wouldn't, I don't believe that he would wear a leather jacket with a singlet. Like <laughs> I just don't think that would be in his character's uh, fashion ensemble. Maybe he was just too hot in the Thailand. Well, take the jacket no, off, bro. You don't do the jacket either. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like I would imagine he would fit if he was wearing boat shoes and like khaki shorts. I'd be like, yeah, I believe that. He'd wear that as a dandy, as a fop. But leathers? Yeah, it's a step too far. In a movie that's already like a few bridges too far, I'm just like, hmm. I don't know, dude. Uh, the, the, fight scene, the fight scene where he turns to the bad, the dark side near the end <laughs> and they have that like little, little bro tussle. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did you, a, sorry, you go. I was going to say that. Uh, yeah. it's just, it's just like, oh no, it, oh my friend, my bro, he's he's turned to the dark side. Like, I thought I, when they started fighting, fight it was going to be like the Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat, and it was, did it, did it, did it, did it. That's what I thought it was going to be like. I kind of got annoyed by the the um, the script at that point, just the way that they were like talking to each other and and. At the end, it was like the faux stupid line, like, let's go get them. Fuck you. Yeah. Like, you're you're 100% right, and you've touched on something which I want to touch on too, which is the, uh, at no point in this show, in this movie, do I feel that these three people would be friends. No. <laughs> 100% agree. 100%. Well, one's they... essentially a weird, arrogant monk, right? Yeah. Yeah. One of them's like a real, like, Growy, dandy, sort of like metro dude, and the other one seems like he's probably doing some dodgy shit. <laughs> like he's, he's the friend that you're like. Oh, I think you've probably done time. I don't really know if we should hang out. Um, <laughs> and and they're all like, and but they're just still all hanging out. Like, and but the whole movie is just them being like, "You're a piece of shit." No, no, you're a piece of shit. We've been we've been having too much, like animosity between us you guys are just holding me back or i think you think we're holding you back like the whole movie is just that they're trying to sell there was this one scene i'll just bring this up now because it's on the fits but when they go to like i don't know parking lot or whatever with the jeep and and they're all going all angry at each other going off and then the the black chick kind of berates them and almost gives them like character cliff notes about what they're meant to be acting is what you know you're just you know angry about you know losing jenny or whatever and and you're got a big ego and you're blah 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 and i was like really because like i don't get any of that from any of you because you're just really bad (laughs) the script's bad but your acting's bad but it kind of yeah. felt like trying to tell me what to think of the characters at that point. No, that's and right. I'm like, we're three quarters of the way through this movie. You don't need to tell me that crap. I don't they're care. Trying to, <laughs> they're trying to solve the bad acting by like expositioning their emotions as if that's like, it. telling exactly. us means that it, it makes sense. But the problem is that the, these characters, they're not written well enough and acted well enough for you to believe that 
they love each other so much that they can be real dickheads to each other and then come to the realization that no no they they are a family like i don't believe these people are family i don't even believe these people these guys aren't fast and furiousing this family (laughs) exactly like i don't buy a fucking second of it at all like they don't like each other in this film they actively despise each other most of the time they're on the screen together yeah like why would lewis tan hang around with all these people that are at least a foot shorter than him i don't believe that (laughs) at all uh, or maybe he's arrogant he's like i'm a dwarf among midgets and he's like yeah i like hanging around people that are short because he obviously like insane um you know need for validation that he needs to be bigger than everyone yeah, i don't know <laughs> it's, it's very strange but yeah just going back a couple of steps like let's let's just hit a couple of fights because there are, there are some fights in here there's the weird really light looking axes that he uses in the uh the, like the stairwell thought that was pretty cool the, i get what we said earlier with the um with the like just the array uh, array of butcher knives and knives that come out at one point i do think it was funny at the end of that bit though that at the beginning they all had guns and then they went to like knives at some point and then when they all got on boats no one had those guns again because they should just shot them <laughs> <laughs> just like oh the guns are around but then they're not around this is it is a big i have that problem a lot of these kinds of movies sometimes i understand why it has to happen because yeah, you want to showcase the other stuff but like there really does seem to be a difference between that sort of fantasy sort of police story-esque vibe where all the bad guys kind of if a gun comes out it's only for dramatic effect it's never really in play no one's packing m16s or nothing like that yeah there's, but i think these movies, didn't didn't they make a point at one point saying no one something you know, uses guns or, or... But they have guns. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a bunch of places where everybody has fucking pretty heavy arsenals. And, like, one of the main things that annoyed me about this film is, first of all, the fact that uh, the Wu assassin doesn't really need to be a Wu assassin because it doesn't seem to confer upon him any powers that no one else could do. Um, yeah. But it, it seems even more powerful than Wu powers, than Wu assassin powers, is Pearl's gun, which seems to kill more people... <laughs> than anybody else in this film just shooting people in the head he's just he's just fucking railing on dudes just bam bam and yeah it like it's it feels real it really feels deflating like, <laughs> it really and, undermines and, the supernatural <laughs> aspect you can just kill people with guns yeah exactly i don't know what what does it make you do it makes you turn against your friend that's pretty much all it has but you have to really <laughs> decide to do that you have to be like mm, that bump, that one guy i'm gonna fuck him up <laughs> I'm gonna use my magic power that bends reality to just make that one guy switch sides until you hit him hard enough. Isn't that just the power of a bad girlfriend? There's <laughs> 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 one guy against his friends. It's just like, yeah, yeah. You know, so really the the first man, his power is just a toxic girlfriend. Toxic girlfriend <laughs> powers. Oh shit. So like those fights I really liked them. And and the stuff with the guns wasn't particularly bad either. It was more stylish than you see in like most stuff. I would say. What do you think about the gore? Do you think the gore was misplaced here? It seems a little bit kind of tonally incorrect. I don't. Uh, I kind of wanted like it, the rest of the movie to balance against it. Like I like the fact that you know she goes into that room, obviously behind closed doors, kills all the triad guys, and then you go into the room after and they're all slaughtered everywhere. I was like, that's cool. But now I want you to have the fight scenes just as visceral and have blood spatting against the camera and stuff, you know, when they're actually cutting people and doing their stab stabby stuff, not just like 
fake, 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 jab, 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 and then you collapse without blood spraying everywhere or whatever. I but want I you just, to, like, make a match. The, it's gory, but it's also, like, really badly, like, CG blood. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, it didn't feel... A lot of the time it didn't feel earned, and it, it half the movie felt like it was made for, like, an M... Like, like regular TV, like live TV. Like, yes. This is something that comes on at 9.30 on a on a Wednesday night on NBC or here Channel 7 or something like that. Um, yeah, you're right. Like a few well-placed cuts and they could have changed the rating quite easily. Yeah, mm. like like it, it's des- it feels like it's pushing that envelope um, like more into like a, like a, I don't know what you, Americans would be like a Showtime or almost like a HBO. They're trying to get that HBO like, we're, we're R-rated, we can be cool and sort of like violent, but it seems like it's tacked on. Yeah, no, I totally agree. It's not like a, the night comes for us where the violence and the gore is so integral to the story. Uh, yeah. You can't cut that. Whereas in this one, you totally could cut it. You don't need it. Yeah, makes yeah, no difference. Exactly. Yeah. The Super bad guys seem to keep getting back up. Like, I know they're supposed to be different bad guys, but like they're the same bad guys. That's why they're like... <laughs> Yeah, I was wondering. That was the thing because there was such there's such a quite a high body count through the whole movie, and I was like, "Geez, how many triads are there in this whole like country and stuff?" You you've basically gone through. At no point are there police. It's just you know. Yeah, that's right. There's no police anyway. Yeah. No, they're all busy trying to catch the people who stole the Chris of Kings. Speaking of where the nice all the nice cars went. <laughs> Speaking of um, of bad guys, I just remembered. I, I wrote the note here because I laughed when I heard it. the uh, The female, the Thai um, villain, the female villain who is the other half of the twin. So the mm-hmm. the guy is called Pan, and the 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 woman is called Quan Chi. And I I just I I lost it laughing. I was just like, they've really literally named this girl after like a Mortal Kombat villain. Yeah, um, I I didn't even catch her name honestly. Like. I, no. I don't remember the billionaire's name either. I, they're, yeah, gone. they're out of my head. The guy. Yeah. I, I kept looking at her going, is it, she's out of fury, isn't she? Uh, who? The, um, the, the woman. The villain girl. Yeah. Uh, as who? She's not the, um, Veronica. She's not no. the, she's not the main character, but she was like maybe one of the dancer. One oh, at the maybe. club. That maybe. was who I was thinking, like the one at the club who she's like, I'm not going to help you girl. I was thinking, I'm sure she's in that, but mm, who knows? Mm. You might be right. It, it, uh, no, that was Vietnamese, wasn't it? Uh, it was oh, well, Vietnamese. Not, not that it's not the same person, but I think Fury was shot in Vietnam. And... Yeah, I don't know. I it's just felt she felt similar to me. Like I'd, if not that, I've seen her somewhere before in yeah. something. Yeah, I didn't really rate her much as an actress either. She was kind of very... no, nah, and it kind of it felt like this whole movie building up that she's this awesome warrior, and then she gets like owned. Yeah, that's easily. right. She gets killed that very was, easily. She was a disappointment in fighting. I was like, she's meant to be the half that has all the physical abilities, yet you're like the worst of all the villains. Now, this is this is where the movie was. It lost me because of its internal inconsistency. Is that she's yes. supposed to be like the power of the body, kind of like in Double Dragon, right? One of the brothers is the body, and then yep. Pan is like the power of the mind. Yet when she takes over the hotel, she controls all those guys' minds. I th- I thought that was kind of not so much an inconsistency, but it was trying to like hedge that they were really working together because it made it seem like he was 
because he did the whole exposition just before that of, oh, you need to stop her from doing what she's doing. I'm really a good guy. But then, obviously, when push came to shove, he wasn't. He was just lying, and he was really yeah, trying right. to help her. Oh, so you reckon he's what, the one that controlled all them? He, he did the control part, yeah. But as I say, yeah, it, they kind of built from his statement up that she's like this awesome, powerful person. And then, yeah, she just dies really easily. And I was just like, yeah. What's Why doesn't point? she use that massive sun move on the on these guys? You know, the exactly. one that destroyed the whole room? Don't, like, give her mystical powers and then don't use them again. Yeah, it's just so convenient. Exactly. I'd be, like, yeah. throwing out suns if I could. She's just, I don't know. I'd, like, honestly, I was just, like, there's no reason for this. None of this makes any sense. <laughs> yeah, I'm, right. I'm, like, it felt like a dumb TV show with its own internal consistency, like, like what you were saying, his magic powers kind of work, but kind of don't. At some point, they get taken away, but come back. He seems to be able to will them in and will them out of existence rather than them being some kind of like magical thing that's given to him. And then he has a bracelet that stops the power, and that comes back after he meets a guy in a village. Yeah, the like, rule set's inconsistent. What is yeah. going on? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, okay, I don't care about this. Let's just have good fights. And then the fights were just like, yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. It was all just a hodge, a hodgepodge of ideas that they just threw in there without really connecting the dots and or even making them make sense when they brought them in. It was just purely for oh, I had this idea, threw that in there and see they're how making, it goes. They're making shit up as they go. Like the thing that yeah. really annoyed me to no end in this film is that the the linchpin of the film is their quest for vengeance. The film is called Fistful of Vengeance. They're looking to avenge the death of Tommy's sister, Jenny, who they yeah. all, th their link together is their love for Jenny. Um, and it's, it's kind of shown through the show. Really? Yes. I, don't, yes. I, I saw two, maybe three episodes of the show, and I don't remember anything about Jenny. So Jenny, like, Jenny yeah. runs a restaurant and Tommy's her brother, uh, who's, yeah. who's like mixed up, with, mixed up with the wrong crew. And so that's where the sympathy is because he grows and becomes a better person because Jenny is the one taking the knocks for the family. Now, Lucian is obviously a um, like an associate of theirs, and he's somebody that survived like a fire and all of this. And and he's kind of like, he's looking out for, for Tommy as well. And Kai is one of the cooks. And um, so they all look up to Jenny and respect Jenny because of the effort that she puts in to keep them all safe. And save, guys. Do you go and save the world because you really like a friend's sister? Like a uh, like a lady, like like well, do you become do you, do you become friends with like I don't know that seems like really tenuous. Well, yeah, it, like I'm a cook. Like fuck you, man. <laughs> but that the 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 reason why they feel that way, I feel anyway, is because throughout the the series they go through quite a few hardships, so they bond over trauma of having to take care of these supernatural threats, right? Okay. Um, so I I can believe that they all care about her enough to want to avenge her. What I don't believe that seems is, real secondary, man, to save in the universe. Yeah. They seem real intent, intent on like being that like a series C plot. Yes, that's <laughs> the problem. Is they're all they're all too busy broing and getting over their bullshit, and then they'll laugh and joke, and then the next minute somebody will say for Jenny, and then everyone has like a somber moment, and then the next thing you know, <laughs> they're all like hijinks that. around on their bloody jet boat, and that just <laughs> really pissed me off throughout the whole film. You know what annoyed me like. <laughs> At the end, and I think it was another part way through the film, now that you mentioned that Ego's meant to be a, a chef, and I'm like, 
I totally did not buy him as a chef. <laughs> yeah, no, right. I was like, you can't cook for crap. <laughs> I'm just looking at what you're doing and I'm like, you're staring at the food like you're going, is this how it goes? <laughs> the only thing it? they do to show that he's a cook is he holds a piece of fish, I think, and puts it in a wok. Like he yeah. doesn't actually do any any actual cooking. Exactly. It's just like, yeah, no, nah, I don't buy you as a chef. I don't so. see how it plays into the particular themes of this film though. Whatever he was. Before the supernatural power of the Wu and his magical quest commenced. <laughs> like, that dude is playing like a monk ass, like monk. Yeah, he's got no expression. His hair is pretty amazing. But really, he, he has almost no personality. You could not tell that he was the main character of this film. How about the one thing that I was thinking when I was looking at him, because he likes to have his shirt off in a few different scenes, and I was thinking, Sam's not going to think he's very fit. He looked like I don't. he's got his, he's got his right. tummy going out there. He's, he's let himself go. Yes, Definitely no, he, not as fit as of the raid. He's not, and he has let himself go a bit. I mean, yeah, a bit of time has passed. It's been uh, a while since the raid and the raid 2 at this point. But Jack, I, were we just blessed with like Donnie Yen and Jackie Chan? I feel like I've been watching Donnie Yen and Jackie Chan movies for like 45 years. And they always <laughs> look the same. Yeah, <laughs> And they all were pretty good, you know? They all like, keep pretty ripped. Like, and they, yeah. they, they are uh, what, performers. They're performers first and foremost, right? And you know what? I'll give Eco a pass because he's a really busy guy. Uh, who, who I was disappointed at was Lewis Tan. Lewis Tan is already almost there. Like he's got that athletic physique. And I feel like it would take him a lot less effort just to, just to cut that last 10%. And and you know really pop those uh those abs or something you know I, I feel I, like that's what's holding him back from true leading man status that two thousand really, fit cut your abs are not ripped enough <laughs> I don't think that I don't think that's the problem with his career I also don't think he's terribly uh, what's the word uh, actorly like, <laughs> oh you mean you mean talented <laughs> actorly like, no but like he just doesn't. Like I know he's kind of marginally charismatic. Like Yeah, I like that marginally like, charismatic. I, I'd agree with like, that. Like I kinda like him. I think he he's kinda there, but I've seen nothing that he's like not a vacant human. <laughs> you know what to, I mean? Like Yeah. I said to Mike earlier today, I said Lewis Tan is in danger of becoming my American Donnie Yen. Uh <laughs> where where I'm growing to just really not like him as a character. I don't think it's on him though. I just think he needs better material. It's like a bit like Channing Tatum, I guess. Like if he was able to lean in, like if he was just able to lean in and be like, I'm not really a serious actor. I might be able to play serious maybe once in this career. I might be able to pull it off. I might get like a like a movie I can be like a real actor in. But yeah, I kind of no. should know that I'm I'm who I am and I should play to that. Instead, so he feels like he's trying real hard here. You're, 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 I said the exact like, same thing. I said the exact same thing to Mike today. I said his character, even in his like his Twitter tweets and that, he is trying so hard to be non-offensive to everyone, and I I don't know if that's his true personality. I just want him to come out like you say and just you know either be funny, be wild, be wacky, be offensive or something. I just want to see, and I also want him to shave. Either shave or grow a beard, dude. Like just pick one. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe he's just been given bad things. Maybe he has the ability to really act. Like, I feel like that's what he wants to be. I feel like he wants to be an actor. I don't think he wants to be a pretty dude. I think he wants to be Ryan Gosling. <laughs> you think he wants to be Ryan Gosling? He just needs the material. <laughs> I, 
Yeah, I think, I th- I maybe, think you'll be in Crazy Rich be. Asians too. Crazy Rich that's Asians. That's about too. his ceiling. I think he might be able to pull it comedy. off. Like, you look at Ryan Gosling in Drive or something, and you're just like, charismatic, you've got something, but I don't know if there's anything there there. And then he plays something a couple of years, and he's like, oh, he can, he's got range. He can play a bunch of stuff. He was Maybe. just playing a weird dude who wasn't really there. You're saying he could play like a uh, uh, kind of like in uh, what would you call Ryan Gosling in Drive uh, Driver? He really didn't do that much acting. He just acted a yeah. little bit, kind of. Yeah, I think he, I think he could stand there and look interesting and be like, like I think you're thinking about something there, but I don't actually need you to be thinking about something. You just have to look really good in that shot. <laughs> not not to talk about another movie, but you two talked that movie up to me. Driver. And then I watched it. Yeah, and I was like, this movie sucks. Ah, yeah, maybe we. I did not buy it at all. (laughs) You did talk about it. No, but it really is. It's like a pure style over substance, Mm. like nothing. Like, like he's just posing and looking like something's happening a lot of the time. But then you think about it. Yeah, but not just his character. Like the whole thing is like like meditative in a weird way. Like (laughs) he's driving around to the synth wave. It's like. He's got that bit at the beginning where he parks all cool, but then he's not a cool dude at all. He seems kind of aloof and weird. <laughs> I'm talking about driver now. <laughs> I just think I just think maybe maybe that dude has it in. Maybe the Mortal Kombat dude has that in. Do you know what I found? Um, I, I kind of feel for him, and I, I'm going to say, I'll call it early that this is probably the, uh, the worst stunt of the film, is uh, Lewis Tan having to kind of hunch over to deliver dialogue to his co-stars because he's so much taller than everyone. I just, I'm just watching it, and every time he's in a scene, he actually has to crouch a little bit to be in frame, which is just <laughs> terrible. Uh, yeah. Put some dudes on crates. Poor, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Poor guy. Tom Cruise can figure it out. Yeah. I mean, if Lewis Tan isn't the star, then they should really just dig a trench for him and walk around. <laughs> um, oh, man. It's... False sense yeah, of perspective, yep. But I guess I guess what else is there to say about this film? Like it's funny. I found it funny, but at the same time I felt it I found it really like throwbacky in a way I haven't felt in a really long time. But no, it doesn't lean into that. It's just too little. Like it just yeah. a little bit here and there. It it really felt telly telly movie rather yeah, than Yeah, it, it had the vibe of like remember when like sometimes shows in the nineties get like, Oh, we need to finish this off, we're gonna do a TV movie. Like how how people felt a little bit like when Star Trek came back. It's not like Star Trek's like this big, but now everything's just on Netflix or whatever. So like, who do you release that to? You don't release it in cinemas anymore. I feel kind of bad though because the I feel like the production values are uh, good. Like you know they're 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 feature film worthy. I just think the you know what I'm not even going to say the acting because these guys have acted in films before. I'm going to say it's the writing and the uh, the Editing, yeah, editing, cinematography, Yeah, I don't know. I I liked it, but I didn't. I didn't give a shit. Like it was, <laughs> it's it was so forgettable. Yeah, like I, it felt very snap. Except for that nostalgic vibe, it was very like by the numbers for me. I'm glad it was only ninety minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think I could have paid attention much longer. I was I was almost at a point where I was going to hit the fast forward button on some stuff. I didn't. I thought um, when I was watching this, even though I, I, you're right, I didn't enjoy it really that much at all. I was laughing most of the way because I just yeah, thought, it was funny. I'm not taking. It felt very like again that nostalgia is like this is very dumb. Like yeah. this story is like very convoluted, like a TV show kind of wants to be sometimes. Back, but if you, like if during talking, Buffy time, 
if you're talking action, like this movie has actually got a lot of action in it. Yeah, it's I know, but it sort of feels sort of feels filmed like those TV movies too, though a lot of the time. Like, yeah, oh, it's not good. Like the blue, like the blue sky sort of. I don't know, like weird NYPD, not NYPD, but was it CSI Miami back in the day? It has like pretty expensive. Do you, uh, but... do you want to hear some interesting trivia? Yes, I do. Uh, so this this film was directed by uh, Roel René, uh, who's a director from the Netherlands. Award-winning, I should add. Award-winning. Um, he obviously directed this film. He's also directing another film in 2022. You might have heard of it. It's called Halo. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yes, yeah, right. He's doing the Halo film. <laughs> Made me real sad, Sam. Uh, I forgot that even was a thing. I wasn't even looking forward to that movie anyway, and now I'm less looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm so not looking forward to that movie. I thought for a second you were talking about the TV show that's apparently happening that I'm still not excited about. But oh, that there's also some... like they've optioned everything. They've optioned all of Halo all of a sudden, and now we have to care about it. And I just don't care. I'm not going to watch it. I'm not. I'm, you can take away my gamer card, man. I'm just come oh, out. <laughs> <laughs> There's some, uh, some other great cool. films that you might know him from uh, Iron Fist 2, <laughs> Hard mm-hmm. Target 2, and uh, I'll just give you one more, which is Hard uh, Target 2. Yeah, Hard can, Target 2 starring. More, more hunting people. Yeah. Can, can I just ask, though? Yeah. What movie did he actually win an award for? That is a very good question. Terrible. And uh, what award was it? A Razzie. He's won 10. <laughs> 10. Ten wins, five nominations. He got a uh, award of excellence in 2019 for directing Red Bad, award of excellence in cinematography for Red Bad. Oh, they're all for Red Bad. You should watch Red I, Bad. I don't know what Red Bad is. Uh, I don't know either, but <laughs> apparently that's his best film that he's. Okay, so we should in. look that up. Maybe that's a film. So it won't feature on the Asian action cast because he sounds like he's from the Netherlands. You he said. is from the Netherlands, and he sounds a lot like you, Bol. And I, I don't right. watch U Bowl films, so who knows? Yeah, neither do I. But he All made, right. You made Halo. Um, so anyway, <laughs> going yeah, so back. I'm, to... I'm out on that, man. Like, no. <laughs> All right. So going back to Fistful of Vengeance, I'm just going to have a quick look at my notes. Uh, the last thing. Uh, do you want to talk about the finale? We don't really need to because it's a piece of shit. <laughs> no, I do kind of want to hit on it because yeah, right. this whole, like, we're bros and we're doing this together thing. Only two of them end up in the pit. Well, Lewis Tan has to break his mind control and then they end up, because he has to fight Eco in the pit. Yeah, but then they go in after the wizard, right? That's a stupid <laughs> fight. That was a stupid, stupid fight. It was fucking so bad. It felt like so masters of the universe. Like, they're all hanging <laughs> it, on. It did. It did. The guys are flying and around with like, them. And complete with like 1985 <laughs> special effects as well. So they're hanging by ropes and Eco does this stupid acupuncture moves on the guy's chest. He did that at the very beginning of the movie, and that's when I was like, oh, what? What are we watching? Oh, shit. Just did the dim Mac. Yeah. What are we watching? Um, yeah, it was, no, it was terrible. And they uh, they don't actually, they don't kill him or defeat him. Really. They just kind of drop him in a hole. Well, no, he goes into the hole on purpose, I think. Yeah. Because yeah, that, that was a good idea. Didn't, didn't he went into the bad CG butt Sarlacc pit. It's like he's trying to drag drag him into the Sarlacc pit, and then once he's there, he's trying to kill them. And I'm like, all right. And then they like trap him in said pit. But I'm like, but he went to it. Holy shit! Himself. Pissing like, down. Why? 
Is it really? Yeah. Oh, there's a weather break for you, ladies and gentlemen. It's Yo, pissing fuck, down. Sorry, man. It got real heavy. I always worry about my roof. The <laughs> Oh god! Anyway, yeah, will do that to you. Yeah, the gods weep, fistful of vengeance. Because <laughs> we're talking about it. Uh, oh god! One of the notes that I've just written here is this movie is so stupid. <laughs> so that's one of my notes. It's not a bad thing. It feels kind of good to watch something this dumb. <laughs> we do I've seek heard. out dumb movies, and and I suppose, and then we rip into dumb movies, but at the same time, we sort them out. <laughs> I'll tell you I'll, what were we expecting. I don't know. I'll tell you one. The one scene that really set the tone for me for this film, uh, which makes me hate it even more, is right at the end. They have that Fast and Furious like family gathering. Uh, where they're oh, on we're the on the beach. We're a family. I don't buy it. I don't fucking buy it. I don't buy it at all. But they they have a they have a bit of the beach where they're laughing and going, oh, you're gonna you're gonna beat me in a fight, and you know having a bit of banter, right? And they're all about to toast, and fucking Tommy busting everybody's balls, just go remember Jenny for Jenny. And uh, they just, everyone's like, oh, God damn, Tommy, you're such a downer. Like, okay. <laughs> the only reason we hang out with you, bro, is like we feel guilty. It's like, just like going to be, yeah, every time you got to bring this up, every time, you know. But not We're only. having a good time, man. Not only do they, <laughs> do they kind of take a moment to go for Jenny, you know, because that's the whole reason for this fucking film. But then immediately they rush off, carry Eco, and then they go frolic in the ocean. And it's, uh, <laughs> that that for me was the one part in the entire movie where I thought they were having fun, <laughs> but I did not believe that their act, their characters would have that much fun. No, no. I also like. I'm gonna give it props. The star of the movie is Thailand. I've I've never wanted to go to Thailand in my entire life. Like, but now you do. Like, now maybe it's this and like not being able to travel for whatever, like two and a half, whatever years. I'm like fucking Thailand. I go to Thailand with you. I was born I just, there. I was born in Thailand. All right. Okay, maybe we'll go one day. Yeah. But it looked really pretty. That beach looked real pretty. But I also think if I was to go now, like, there would be a million people on that beach. I bet you they cleared that beach. Yeah, I reckon it would be clean. Don't you reckon? No, no, no. no, no with oh, people, I reckon it was like, until five like, minutes after tourism started. Yeah. It had oh, that vibe yeah. of, like, that's a really popular spot. Like. Mm. Like, it's when like you that, go... that beach, what it, you know, from the beach movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, what's in Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. yeah, but I thought it was really pretty. I thought the whole the whole thing made Thailand look fucking amazing. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, yeah. I agree. It's really, really nice. Everything looks schmick. Um, yeah. Um, nice in the Vietnam, actually, from Fury. Fury was really well shot, like beautifully executed. It was graded but... well. Yeah. They get to the city, though, and they're like, this city is scary. Yeah, Thailand looks oh. like more fun. It looks like they're not going to rip my organs out. But I got, I got like was going for. But I was like, I don't know if I ever want to go to Vietnam. It looks scary. <laughs> you haven't <know, laughs> shown me one nice part of the city. Uh, yeah, that place looks dangerous. I want to go to those temples and stuff, but uh, I don't know. All right, we'll do our, our last few segments here. Uh, thumbs up, thumbs down. Watch this movie again. Uh, thumbs down, never watch it again. <laughs> thumbs down, never watch it again. <laughs> yeah, now thumbs um, down for me. And uh, I will, I'm watching it again right now, so I guess that's not true. <laughs> um, yes, I will never sit down and actually watch this uh, in, in totality again. There was only two other bits I wanted to hit. Is that the, uh, the bad guys look such like, like a bad punk band. Like, they all had a uniform. 
like the big like this they look fucking ridiculous oh yeah the leather and, jackets with the spikes on them and Can yeah but the that? same eyeliner same kind of haircuts Blah. and then the other thing i wanted to mention was that that dude's bracelet looked like a candy bracelet that i would have had like when i was seven or eight remember those i remember those. Yep. kind of a hard shirt but that's what they kind of looked like when it glowed not when it was normal but when it glowed I hated that gate thing, you know, you know, this stops bad people from coming in and I didn't last. She she ripped obviously ripped off the charms or whatever, but it just looked like a prop. You know, like it was Well the whole thing looked like a set a lot of the time things looked like sets. It was purely a prop. It was it didn't look like it could really be there, you know. Not that I expect actual magic stuff, but it just looked like I could knock it over, it's made of cardboard kind of prop like poorly poorly made yes i i, I sometimes get that i, with, I wasn't even thinking high about definition just, things though yeah i wasn't even thinking that i was just thinking man i don't buy this lady being their friend and now i don't buy this lady leaving this group because of some weird vision <laughs> that we know nothing about yeah that we introduced the village. fact that she lost her parents five seconds before then we make it a big thing that she needs At, to in leave this them village. To get them back yeah why? Why is this happening? Why did you need to do this? This did not need to be a subplot. <laughs> yeah, uh, it really didn't. They should have just busted in there. And that's it. You know, they're there because they're after them. Yeah, it was real dumb. But... <laughs> so I'm guessing you wouldn't watch this movie again then? <laughs> no, no, no. I, the thing is, I might. If I was to ever watch the TV show ever again, like there, I had an intention of watching it at some stage. I watched the first few and then just sort of fell off. I didn't go, oh, this sucks. I'm never watching it again. That's a good point, actually. If I do end up watching the whole TV show, maybe it might inspire me to watch this again. Like, just at the end of it, just because it makes more sense or something. Yeah. So, what what are you saying? It's a thumbs up? It's a thumbs in the middle with an emphasis on maybe I would watch it again. In in that real specific, like, I've decided I'm going to watch this. I've got, like, I don't feel that great. I'm going to spend a day in bed watching a shitty TV show. And I can't think of anything, like, less brain powery. Yeah, that's true. That's like, true. You don't have to think about it. Yeah, it'd be all right. I'd watch that. Like, they're charming enough. Whatever. The fights just are enough. okay. Yeah, right. yeah, just enough. Just enough. I'd have to be in the exact right mood for it, though. Just <laughs> enough. Is there, yeah. a, is there anything you saw in the film that you'd like to try at home? Do do this um, at home. Cartwheel kick. Right. <laughs> so you're knocking the cartwheel kick because you secretly want to do it. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> It doesn't. It doesn't look like a gymnastic move gone wrong or anything. It's... I um uh, I I kind of joked that it was Night at the Roxbury at the beginning of this film, and I feel like every every vampire film or like a, a horror ish film wants to do their nightclub scene, which is what I think. Blade, the Blade really did it to it. Blade, yeah. yep. Yeah, the Blade scene. Um, that's and no something. one's done it as well as that, and that's like nineteen ninety. That was. It was such a shock, but such cool at the same time. Just no one wants to commit to just doing it again, like yeah. literally just having blood just rain down. No yeah. one wants to commit to it feeling like dark like yeah. that. No, that's not what I want. I don't. I don't want to like rain, like shower in blood. <laughs> um, that's right. Like they they step away from that one. They're going over the edge. Like a lot of them want to. Oh, there's vampires. Isn't it a bit sexy and spooky and sexy in here? aren't we trying to seduce you with green magic powder yeah <laughs> like why don't you throw some diamond skin on them it's and just have not them good the uh the thing that i would do is wear a velour suit 
because uh, that's pretty badass. Pretty badass. Mikey, was there anything you saw? I still you think like? you should have got that one in Vegas, man. Oh, yeah, no, I, I rue yeah, that every yeah, day, Nathan. Pimp, I think about it all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't, yeah, I, I did kind of like eco with the butcher's knives. That was I cool. Just, that was I really just cool. Wanted, was. I wanted and the more axes. of them. Yeah, I wanted more of them. I did like the axe in the, the stairwell, yeah, the fire axes. They were kind of cool. They did look light, though, but they yeah. were still kind of cool. It it's was kind of like one... Powers. Well, it was kind of the one point in, in each of his fights when he had a, a weapon. I actually felt Eco felt dangerous with the weapon, whereas the other guy with his little switchblade and whatever, I was like, meh, it's CG fakeness, but Eco felt like... like you, Do you remember that bit where they just started dropping people? Mm. With guns? Like, shit. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Just in like, the van. Just seemed, yeah, yeah, it just seemed ridiculous. I was like... These people are like supposed to be heroes, but they're just they're just mowing people down. Like, yeah, it was like was was the whole hotel like the triad, or they're just you know possessed? Yeah, it's like you possess the right everybody. To kill them then. But then, why yeah. were some dressed like that? Why would there be mm. so many regulars if they're going to do a whole a whole hotel? Exactly. Uh, Best I, not to is... think about it. They killed a yeah, bunch just... of innocent people in that scene. <laughs> yeah, no cops, no cops. My control just does it in for them. Okay. <laughs> and. Mm. Can't be cured. Anyway, mm. yeah. Oh, I think we've said everything we could possibly say about this. <laughs> Fistful of Vengeance. I thought it was a stupid name for a film. Fistful of Vengeance. I think it should have been called War Assassins the movie, and then I probably would have gone, oh, no, no. Uh, I don't want to watch that today. That's a good <laughs> point. Because if they were going to capitalize on that audience, they should have called it Woo something, shouldn't they? Yeah, I, I would have liked an intro because I would have done that because I knew what that was. I was just thinking that this was like a new action movie that we could watch. What about uh, just... should have gone with Ip Man like three or something. We haven't done that. It's on yeah. Netflix. They've got like number four out, man. <laughs> I don't even know who Ip Man's fighting. Is he fighting like Rocky now? Or... The I don't, I don't no, know. Well... I'd have been paying attention. I just would. I would have much preferred to watch that than this. <laughs> I think they had like some Bruce Lee character in in the actual number four. He goes to America. It's like it's like Once Upon a Time in, in China in America. You know they. They've done the first three about stuff, and now they'll just make him go to America to add something else. All right. He, he was Bruce Lee's boss, right? He was Bruce Lee's master. So yeah, yeah, but it's just you know for the purpose. There's no actual. It's not like the recounting of his actual days of his life. It's just using it as a backdrop set so we can have Bruce Lee. He's like a mythic figure almost. Up. Like it's kind of about him, but not really about him. Is that what yeah, you're saying? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know if Donnie would allow that. Donnie's. It's got to be about Donnie. You could have Bruce Lee a little bit in it. <laughs> I guarantee there's um, a scene of Donnie. Bruce yeah, every, I, I guarantee there's a scene in there going, "Wow, Bruce Lee, you're real cool." I'm not as cool as my master, Donnie. But, but does, doesn't it have a like a? Doesn't it have like most like a, a, a like a universe now, a shared universe? Oh, isn't it like a master Ip Man, which is about like a woman? I'm sure. I'm sure I saw a, like an Ip Man. It's crazy. Anyway, this is ridiculous like we should just watch that movie at some point we should, we should. <laughs> all right well let, let's yeah let's wrap it up for fistful of vengeance then and actually watch a film that we enjoy yeah yeah that might be right. that might be our like aim for the next movie actually watch a semi-decent movie yeah uh, can we, we do that we do the best it's, ha- and it's the hard worst. it's hard but yeah the best mm. and the worst i feel like we've gone quite a while with camp yeah i feel like and, we've gone a while with bad movies yeah we just haven't yeah tried like camp to find and, a good one. Like, i do i do enjoy that shit but like we need we need something 
is a classic or good. A palate cleanser. A palate yeah. cleanser. All right. We need man. to do. We need to do a like a well-regarded movie that we all like. Maybe even go back to like a Jackie Chan or something like oh, that. Anyway. Holy shit! Holy shit! Yeah. Like all right. since but, since all three of us do have multiple Jackie Chan movies, that might be something doable. Damn. Yeah. Something. Like we might all have one that we can watch and then. Yeah. yeah what we're doing Netflix-y online. Well, hey. Shit. Let's open it up to our listeners. Listeners, if you would like to see us do a particular film, please, please get in touch with us. Asian Action If we could, That's real, going to be real hard. I guess gonna, someone is going to ask for something probably we don't have access to on Netflix or something like that. Nah, we'll, we'll, do we'll do it. We'll do it. If the fans want it, we will We will exceed. Uh, so get in touch with us. Asian Action Cast, Gmail, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we know you're out there. <laughs> Because <laughs> we get a lot of hate mail. <laughs> Jen's dead? Yeah. Our target took her out. Kuan Chi. Queen of the Bangkok underworld. If it gets us closer to Jenny's killer, that's all that matters. <laughs>